And I start getting all of these DMs. And Sam was getting them too, but she wasn't checking her phone because she's spending time with her family. I'm over here like, I'm getting all these DMs. People want refunds. People think I hate you. What is happening? I'm freaking out. I'm calling her. I'm blowing up her phone. And then Sam hasn't checked any of her DMs. So she answers the phone and she's like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, I am not okay right now. This is not okay. We ruined everything. Welcome to the Connect Her podcast for female entrepreneurs that are ready to level up personally and professionally. Here at Connector, we believe you are always one connection away from your next life-changing opportunity. So buckle on up and join us as we connect you with the most sought-after experts who will be sharing their exact strategies and experiences that helped them reach success. We're your hosts, Sam Conaway and Rachel Haig. We are the brains behind Connector, which is not your typical boring pitch fest networking community. And we have transformed the lives of over 10,000 women through events, mentorship, and of course, connections. Let's dive in. Can I get a boo? Yeah. <laughs> what is up, connectors? And happy freaking New Year. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe. It is already 2024. You know, the other day I wrote 2016 on my piece of paper. Yep, like back in the school days when you're signing your name and the date, I put 2016. I was not present with the year. But happy New Year's, ladies. And we wanted to have a girl-to-girl chat with you guys today. Going over the juiciest parts of 2023, we're doing a little bit of reflection, the internal journey when it came to the behind the scenes of Connector in 2023, the challenges that we faced as founders, the lessons that we learned, and then of course, give you guys a sneak peek to what's about to go down this year because we have lots in store for you guys. So we're going to kick it off with some of the 2023 milestones. If you were with us during 2023, you were with us for some milestones. So we're going to break it down. First and foremost, I want to talk about January 2023, the big ol' it wasn't Connector, it was the Empower Conference. It was our biggest event yet. We had over 300 people in the room. I still remember the moment right now where Sam and I were backstage. We peeked through the doors. We actually have this on video. We peeked through the doors with our executive assistant, Nicole, and we were like, holy crap, there are so many people out there dancing it out. How in the heck did this many people show up? There was a line out the door. We were like yelling at people backstage, bring more chairs in, bring more chairs in. And it was the biggest event we had ever ran to date. Yeah, I remember backstage with Rachel, we're sitting there and we when we peeked through, we're like, holy crap. <laughs> I almost oh, shat myself. <laughs> she shat. No, that's not what happened backstage. But we peeked through and we're like, how did this happen? Because let's be real. For me, I just had a baby and putting on a conference was not really in the itinerary of I can put my blood, sweat and tears into it at the moment. I didn't want to. And so there is a lot that needs to go into planning and bringing a conference together and bring it it to life. So luckily we had an amazing team and also Rachel took on a lot of planning during that stage. And I know, I know she has some PTSD, but peeking through those doors and seeing how many women showed up 
was just the most amazing feeling. Amazing feeling to just see their faces lit up, them talking. We saw people hugging. We saw them laughing. We saw them crying. We saw them dancing. There were so many beautiful moments that we saw in just a blink of an eye when we peeked through that door. And we looked at each other and we just thought, wow, how lucky and fortunate are we to not only be able to bring all of these women together, but now to foster this incredible community where we get to help bring them to the next level in their business by connecting them with the right resources or helping them connect with each other. And so it was just a really incredible moment of gratitude to really reflect on. And so let's get real about what it does take to put on a conference. With growth, (laughs) this being one of our biggest growth events, one of the biggest events we've ever done before, like that huge aha moment of us literally sitting backstage and being like, how in the heck did we do this? It was a huge growth for us. And with growth comes growing pains. And so I really want to hit on the real and vulnerable side, something that we've probably never told you guys before is what actually went into hosting an event like this. And you've probably heard us talk about it before on the podcast that one of our goals is to pack an entire stadium of women. And this event, this conference specifically was a huge milestone to us accomplishing that goal because we got to learn how to get 300 people in the door in order to get a thousand, in order to get 5,000, in order to get 10,000. But we hit a lot of growing pains and lessons that we needed to learn in order to hit that next milestone and that next milestone. So which growing pain you want to tell them about first, Sam? The trash cans. (laughs) (laughs) When you have a 300 person event and zero trash cans. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, we don't know. You don't know till you know. And we didn't know. (laughs) We need trash cans. (laughs) That was a thing. People have to throw stuff away. (laughs) Who would have thought you put on a whole thing and you forget trash cans? There was one, I think, and it was piled to the ceiling by the end of the night. So that was a huge thing, learning curve. And it sounds so simple, but when you go to a place and there's not a trash can, like that's really frustrating. It's really frustrating to be carrying your trash everywhere. Plates. So we actually, we bought plates and we had them somewhere, but we that box was not in the venue (laughs) at the time. And so it was before the event and our promise. So when you host a big event, I learned this at this conference, typically you pay your AV team and we can get into numbers. We'll get into the behind the scenes of the numbers in a second, but you pay your AV team. You also pay them in food. AV teams love to eat. And it was a requirement for us to feed our AV team, which was 100% okay with us. We bought them food, but we forgot to buy them plates and forks. So our AV team, all of these like grown men with beards and, you know, computer tech guys are like, hey, it's time to eat. And we're like, use a napkin with your fingers for your chicken and the rice. look that they gave us <laughs> appalled and sam and i are like mid backstage we've got one person reviewing we've got our mc reviewing the entire night with us we're also p- 
practicing our own speech. We also have our makeup artist like doing my makeup and doing her hair at the same time. We have like our assistant running in and asking us questions. We have people coming in and asking us questions about sign in. And then we have our AV team standing there with napkins and chicken in it. Like, where's the forks? On our list of 5,000 things to do and run that day, somehow trash cans and forks did not make the cut or trash cans and plates. And another thing was I had a baby a month ago, so I needed to pump. Yo, my boobies hurt. (laughs) They hurt. And I had to pump every like couple hours. And so we brought in and we hired a speaker. We hired performance art think we hired probably like 30 or 40 people to help put on the event that day and be a part of the event and I needed to pump so that was a thing that we ran into was my pumping schedule did not align entirely with the show the run of show and so I was 15 or so minutes late to our next set So we had an incredible speaker. Her name is Angie Lee. She's a good friend of ours. We've had her on the podcast. So go listen to that episode if you want to. But we had her up on stage. And typically how it works is you work out ahead of time. When you hire a speaker, you work out before the event exactly time to time, like minute to minute, how long they're going to be on stage. But Sam's got a pumping schedule. And we cannot control how much milk is coming out of Sam. Moms, you know what we're talking about here. So Angie's on stage. Right after Angie speaks, we were going to do the group photo, which of course, Sam needs to be in the group photo. That's a non-negotiable. But Sam was pumping away and she's pumping and she's pumping some more and she's pumping some more. And I'm looking at Angie and I'm like, you got to keep them up there. You got to just keep going because Sam's boobies are not done. And so we ended up running. If you were in the audience, you probably remember Angie answered a lot. And we mean a lot of questions in the Q&A. And it was because we had to wait for Sam's boobies to be emptied of milk before we could take that group photo. <laughs> Priorities, ladies, you'd understand. <laughs> you understand. So the entire theme of the event was crazy is courageous. And what we were really trying to go for for this event was the fact that you being an entrepreneur, us being an entrepreneur, we've realized that the way that society has programmed us is to go to school, go work a job, do a nine to five and then retire. And then that's when your life of freedom begins. And we wanted to change the narrative on that because when you decide to start a business, it's crazy for you to think differently than what your mind and what society has programmed you to do. Not everybody is lucky enough to have parents that are entrepreneurs that are rooting you on. A lot of us also grow up, you know, struggling or being told a certain way of life. And so the fact that you're stepping into, no, I'm going to take a chance on myself. I'm going to believe that I have the power, the purpose to create this impact we believe that that is crazy of you or what society would call crazy. So we wanted to talk about how crazy is actually courage because you had the courage to step out. And we wanted to honor that for all of the women that were joining us. 
And so ultimately to like sum it up, that event was huge. It was a huge milestone. It did not go as planned, whether it was Sam pumping her boobies, Angie being on stage for too long because we said, you got it, girl, just stay up there. Keep doing it. Keep doing what you're doing from not having plates, from trash bags overflowing, from check-in table, us never having to check in 300 people all at once. Our volunteers, our team, the amount of contractors that we had on this from AV, from setting up stage, from volunteers, from just running the show, cleaning up afterwards, cleaning up every piece of glitter on the floor afterwards. Like we could not have hit this milestone without the partners and the support and all of the people that really helped us get there. Now, I will say we learned a ton about how to move forward from the conference. There was so many things that went as planned and there was also so many curveballs that we were hit, whether that was being on a timely manner or crazy is courageous coming off a little crazy. It did get a little bit party-like where Sam and I still wanted to keep it professional. We wanted to celebrate the milestones that women have in their businesses and celebrate the courageous you know, act that you have when it comes to building a business. But the celebration got a little bit too crazy for exactly what our intention was. So we were thrown so many different curveballs and it's so beautiful to look back a year from now, which time freaking flies, of how we had that vision come to life, all of the lessons that we learned and how we're going to do it even bigger and better this next year from that experience. Now, before we step into the next milestone, I do want to hit on the finances of a conference, the finances of the back end of running an event in general, because I feel like that's not something that's talked about, but Sam and I love to be really transparent when it comes to events. So I'm just going to be real raw and vulnerable with you guys. Hosting a conference or hosting Hosting events in general is expensive, expensive. And so this conference in general costed us out of pocket, probably around 35 to 40 grand or so to put on out of pocket. And I don't know about you guys, but events tickets compared to AV and the stage and speakers and food and all of the expenses that we had don't always level out. And so one of the biggest things that we hear from our audience or even questions I get from like friends and family when talking about business and talking about money is, do you profit from your events? And I just want to have the money talk. Sam, can we have the money talk? We can talk about that. Sure. Tell them the money talk. (laughs) Let's talk about the money. Rachel and I literally laugh. And you guys don't know. Not everybody knows this. So maybe it's not nice to laugh, but we do laugh. And to ourselves, because when somebody messages us and says, you really are going to do a paid ticket, we're like, what? (laughs) Because we know on the back end how much we're putting into the production side of things. And not everybody who's gone to an event knows all of that. So I guess we shouldn't laugh, but we do laugh. It's just a giggling thing of like, yes, of course. And it's worth a whole lot more than that. So you're like, it's extremely discounted because we want to make sure that this is available to any type of women in any stage of their business. But all of the revenue that is created from this event Rachel and I are trying to go bigger and better every single time so whatever we 
profit from the event, we put right back into it because we want to make the experience unbelievable for women that are coming in. We want this to be something that you have never experienced in your life before. And we're from Vegas too. So we do like the production. We like the lights. We like the shiny. We like the Instagrammable. And we also like it very intentional too. Like we're coming because we're here to support you in your business. You're here to network. You're here to grow. You're here to learn. And you're also here to have a great time and meet amazing people. So whenever we get a big surge more we just want to dump it all back into you guys because we're so passionate about these events and our conferences that it just lights us up to really be able to pour in and to be honest 30 to 40k to put on an event if budget wasn't a thing and we didn't have to stick to certain numbers we would be putting on multi-million dollar events at all times and we will get to that stage too as well and we're really excited for that but we do stick very firm on a budget because we want to make sure every dollar is allocated and the best use possible. We don't want to just throw money anywhere. We do also negotiate and make great relationships with different businesses too and try to provide value back. So we're very intentional about the cost of things um, and making sure we're utilizing any sort of sponsorship or any sort of ticket to its best use possible. Yeah, a lot of times. So something that Sam and I actually do on the back end is we help people launch and scale their own events in in VIP days and stuff. Very specific, very curated, depending on who that person is. But the number one question we get is, how do I profit from my event when it comes to ticket sales or sponsorships and things like that? And just from a bird's eye view, we want to be transparent with you guys on the money on the conferences, like the back end, how we don't really profit from tickets because we put it all back into the production. Because if you're ever looking to host an event for your business, know that when you step into an event or if you're wanting to host an event, oftentimes the profit doesn't actually come from the ticket sales. It doesn't actually come from the sponsorships because if you're getting a sponsor, if you're partnering, if you're like us, you want to put that into the event to provide the best experience possible. A lot of times people that host events are only profiting from an upsell at the event. So if they are, you know, selling a program, if there is a membership, if there is things like that. So to piggyback off of that, If you are throwing an event and you also have a product and a service that you want to offer, events are an amazing way to bring together your most ideal type of people and provide them with so much value and a great experience that they are going to want to work with you or the right people are going to want. And we are so passionate about the mastermind and what we offer as well that we know the right people will sign up. So we make all of our profits from events on the back end. And it's people that are so excited that just had an amazing experience that know, hey, I want to go a level deeper with this. I want to go a level deeper with you guys, with this community at my back, with the accountability, and we can't wait to take them there. So not only do we provide an amazing experience for all different industries and all different business owners, but then the women that are meant for us end up starting to work with us. It's not any sort of desperate energy or anything like that. We just know like they're going to come. They will come and the right women will show up and they will decide to work with us. So we're excited and we want to shout our offer from the rooftop. And so if you're hosting an event as well, don't be afraid to talk about your offer because that is where you can utilize bringing people together and hosting events to create an experience that then leads to your upsell. I feel like this is a whole podcast 
episode in its own. And so I do want to wrap up this milestone. But I remember the moment that Sam and I learned that. And we had hosted probably at least 50 or 60 events with absolutely no upsell. So aka Sam and I were not profiting. (laughs) We were taking money out of our pockets, throwing it back into these events because our goal with events has always been just to provide an incredible experience. Like how can we bring the community together and provide a dope experience of what we thought up? But we had a mentor come to us and be like, you are doing your audience a disservice by not offering an upsell, by not offering them something to take home. If they are having such an incredible experience at this event, you are literally doing them a disservice by not giving them a way to experience more of that in between your events. So what Sam said is 100%. We had to learn that the hard way. We had to have a mentor get in our face and be like, hey, you need to sell something at your events. So 100%, if you are hosting events, provide your offer, shout your offer to the rooftops and upsell that offer at your event, not only so you can profit and then provide even more crazy events, but so that you can give your audience another way to experience your magic after that event. I want to roll into some extra milestones that we had in 2023 because it was a huge year for us. So first we kicked off 2023 with the Connect Her Conference, the Empower Conference, which was our biggest event yet back then. 300 plus women, all of the challenges. Sam just had her baby. Lots of life changes is happening in our lives as well. And then a couple months later, we rolled out the Connect Her podcast, which was something we had in our back pockets for a really long time. We had this deep goal of just wanting to provide more insight of the behind the scenes of the conversations that we were having, the people that we were meeting, our business partners, people that we were meeting that were doing cool things. We were having all of these meetings and these conversations on the back end and not sharing them. And so we really wanted to roll out this podcast for you guys to be able to have a little bit more of that look in on all of these incredible speakers and people that we've met and just the behind the scenes. So we launched the podcast. Not only did we launch the podcast, but we launched it live and did a huge podcast event And, you know, there was so many different learning curves that came with launching a podcast. If you have a podcast, you know, if you don't have a podcast and you want to start one, I'm about to tell you, there's some learning curves when it comes to equipment that you need to use, when it comes to storage, the amount of storage you need to have to host all of the content and the video and the expenses that come with it. If you want really quality equipment and a quality team and a quality studio, but launching the podcast has been a huge milestone for us. We also have an incredible team. Shout out to Kyle and Justin, our editors and our launch team. Shout out to Pouch Studios, our studio that we record in. But launching this podcast has been a huge, huge milestone for us. Next one, juicy milestone that we hit on. This was actually probably before we launched the podcast was changing our name. Y'all, third time's a charm. And if you don't know, now you know. It's our third rebrand. Do we have commitment issues? We brought this up before, possibly. But this one is locked and loaded because we trademarked. We trademarked Connect Her. Don't come at us. But we launched our entire rebrand. We did an entire rebrand event. We scared our audience. Sam scared me. Can we talk about the milestone of how we announced our rebrand, Sam? Yes, yes, yes. So we had this thought, or maybe I had this thought because it doesn't seem like Rachel agreed with it. But there was the thought that 
let's do a whole sort of marketing kind of spiel Gag, scare scare on everyone funny fun thing and like let's have fun with this so we said empower is closing and we made a entire marketing campaign about how we are shutting the doors we're so thankful for everything that our community has gone through with us and all of the events we put on and being a part of us but we are done we're closing the doors and that's it we're going to be announcing the details soon and the amount of messages Rachel and I got of like oh my goodness do you guys hate each other are you like are you guys splitting up what happened and you know like I can't believe this is give me a refund and so we started to get emails and here's where the miscommunication happened first of all yeah I was in on doing this rebrand scare because I don't know about y'all, but I think business is about taking risks. And I think marketing, it's really fun when you can do fun things and your audience is in on it and you're posting memes. We had made so many funny memes and stuff. However, I thought that we were going to post this and then maybe like an hour or two hours later come in with like the ha ha, we're kidding. Sam thought let's do it for 24 hours or at least that was where we had a little bit of miscommunication as founders and we laugh at this now but this is what happened Sam we roll out the post I'm like okay I posted it on Instagram she posted it on Facebook we sent out the emails we made the post in all of the Facebook groups and then Sam shuts off for the night and is going to put her baby to bed and I start getting all of these DMs. And Sam was getting them too, but she wasn't checking her phone because she's spending time with her family. I'm over here like, I'm getting all these DMs. People want refunds. People think I hate you. What is happening? I'm freaking out. I'm calling her. I'm blowing up her phone. And then Sam hasn't checked any of her DMs. So she answers the phone and she's like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, I am not okay right now. This is not okay. We ruined everything. And I said, take a breath. <laughs> and Sam said, I think you need to meditate. We're going to tell him tomorrow. I'm like, no, yep. I hear you. I hear you. And yeah, that's a lot. It's probably 8, 9, 10, 11, not sure what time at night. I'm going to go to bed and we'll deal with this tomorrow and we'll figure it all out. And Rachel's like, no. <laughs> and I was like, yes, that's exactly what's going to happen. We're going to move forward with the plan tomorrow. We'll fix it all. Everyone will say ha ha and it'll all be OK and it'll blow over and it'll be a whole thing. And so we do our as planned. Sam went to bed. Rachel had an anxiety attack. Exactly. And then the next day came and we fixed it all. And it was fine. And there was the majority of people that were OK with it. Here's what we learned, connectors. Here's what we learned. This year has taught us so many different lessons. And every single time we do an event, every single time we launch something new, every single time we have an experience with a client or we have a new idea, we always try to stop and ask ourselves, what's the lesson? And this was the moment where Sam and I realized that we want to put a lot of intention into our marketing campaigns. We went from hosting an event every single week, running real quick and marketing real quick, launching event after event after event after event, launching idea after idea after idea. And this was the moment where we realized when we put a breather, when we take a breather in our marketing, when we slow down and make sure that we as founders have the best communication so we can also communicate that with our team, we can communicate the idea and show the idea to the audience the best way possible. When we put as much extra intention into it and we're all on the same page, it feels really good. So this was a fun rebrand. 
We rebranded. We're now Connector. The community is now aligned with the new Connector vision. And we chose Connector very strategically because we believe you're always one connection away. The connection of Sam and I meeting each other and starting this business absolutely changed the trajectory of our lives. And we believe all connections can change the trajectory of our lives. So we are so backed by this new vision. The rebrand event went great. We are now running with Connector. We've been Connector for months, but we learned that we want to face any future launches a little bit differently with more communication. All right, let's move into some other milestones. I don't want to talk your ear off with it, but guys, this whole year of 2023 was absolutely incredible. Some other milestones that we had is our team has been with us for an official year. So if you've met our executive assistant, Nicole, if you met some of our other team members, we have had them on the team for a full year, which is so beautiful because we really have such a powerhouse team right now. Sam and I could not do it alone. And so you probably see their faces working within the company and we are incredibly grateful for them and we're excited to bring them with us into 2024. We also launched our first retreat style event, our first content day with podcast included, our first live podcast with y'all. We are going to be doing more of those. So 2023, I think as a whole was an incredible, incredible year. It was. It was. Okay. Before we go into what we have in store for you for 2024, I want to go to the last lesson that we learned in 2023, because I think this is something that has changed my life outside of business as well and has been a great thing to just reflect on in general. And that is taking a step back to step forward. Almost like the lesson that we learned when it came to marketing for our rebrand and having full communication and putting intention into everything that it is that we do. Sometimes when you step into the new year, you have to figure out what parts of you you want to leave behind in the last year. And this was something huge that Sam and I both did personally when it came to planning for 2024 and stepping into this new year is what pieces of us do we want to leave behind, especially with Sam stepping into motherhood this year and both of us stepping into our bodybuilding shows and all of those different things. So we're also looking at our business that way. In this new season as a business, What are the parts of us do we want to leave in 2023 so we can show up the absolute best in 2024? And we absolutely love all of the different components that we've been able to create over the last couple years from podcasts to our mastermind, our membership, our retreats, our workshops, our networking style events, our live podcasts, our virtual events, our speaking gigs, all of the things that you see us doing. However, We had a realization at the end of 2023 that we can do it all. Y'all, we have so many ideas that we can do, but we don't want to. We want to do less so that we can do the things that we do even better. And so sometimes that means letting go of programs, letting go of offers, letting go of things that you spent years building in order to show up the absolute best for your audience or show up the absolute best for the things that you want to pour into the most. So a lot is going to change in 2024. We are shedding so many different layers of ourselves, so many different layers of connector in 2023 and stepping into this new year 
with a ton of intention and we're really excited to share it with you guys. And so I want you to think of the best cookie you've ever had. Ooh, do you like a peppermint cookie or like a chocolate chip cookie? Just like a gooey chocolate chip. White chocolate. Melts in your mouth. Oatmeal cookie? Ew. Ew. (laughs) Snickerdoodle cookie. Just, yes, find that cookie and I want you to just mentally take a bite of it and just think of how delicious it is and how you've been craving it forever and it's just so good okay that is the theme that we're stepping into for 2024 is the world's best cookie and what do i mean by that i mean if you were to get the recipe to that cookie and you were to put it in a mixing bowl and make it exactly as the recipe states what you wouldn't do is you wouldn't go into your pantry and look at everything in there and say I need all of this and I need to put it all in this bowl and then I need to cook it right now together because what you would make is a pile of goo or mush or something that does not taste anything that resembles a chocolate chip cookie right cucumber cookie spaghetti cookie yes exactly and so just because you have the means in your pantry to put it all in this cooking bowl and put it in your oven, it doesn't necessarily mean that that is going to taste good or it's going to feel good or it's going to be aligned. And so the point that I'm trying to make here is if you want to do all of the things, you have it all. It's all in your pantry. It's all in, it's all there waiting for you. However, if you want to create a masterpiece, something that feels or taste or you get to experience with pleasure and excitement if you want that it's a delicacy it's taking the right ingredients at the right time and carefully pouring them in measuring what amount that you want to put in and what you want to take out just because you have the spaghetti doesn't mean it goes in the cookie (laughs) i tried to say that (laughs) I tried to say that with a straight face. (laughs) Anyways. Oh my gosh. This is why Sam and I are a team because she comes up with the best analogies and it's just incredible. But that's real. It's 100% real. And what Sam and I realized is we can do a lot of things. We can do a lot of things. We can do them well. But we can do things even better when we hone in on a couple things. And so that is really our goal for 2024. That is our goal for this year. And our word for 2024 is intentional. If you take it back to 2021, when Sam and I first moved to Austin, Connector, Empower, Austin Boss Babes, Improve Moi, all of the rebrands, none of that existed. We moved to Austin. We knew nobody. We had two separate businesses. We were facing entrepreneurship alone. We needed community. We needed real connection. We needed a space for us to be ourselves and network and share our challenges, share our fears, celebrate our wins with other people. And when we created this vision back in 2021, we created it with intention. And so that is what we want to create even deeper, even more intentional in 2024. 
an incredibly unique safe space for female entrepreneurs to be their absolute best self. And so stepping into 2024, our goal is to really create exactly that in the most intentional way possible. We've put a lot, and let me tell you guys, a lot into planning for this year. And we have so much in store for you guys. We have incredible podcast interviews, incredible people that we are going to be bringing to you with incredible stories. We are going bigger and better and more intentional with our events. And we are going to tell you all about it drum roll in the next episode it deserves a full episode if we've done meetings over it it deserves a full episode so we're shutting down connector (laughs) get out of here absolutely not do not listen to sam i'm taking the reins on this one we are going to do a full episode on what's to come in 2024 and know that it comes with intention we have so many goals and so many things that we want to bring to you guys this year so so grab your spaghetti cookie (laughs) and join us 2024 next week If you listened in today, we love you. We know you are going to crush 2024. We ask you to do exactly what we did at the end of 2023 and ask yourself, what are the layers you must shed? What are the parts of you, the parts of your business that you must leave in this past year so that you can step into this new year with the best intention to serve in the best possible way? And grab your spaghetti cookie for next week because we'll go into what's to come in 2024. Happy New Year, Connectors. We'll see you later. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Connect Her podcast. We are your hosts, Sam and Rach. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to show your support, make sure to connect your friends with your favorite episode, leave a review, and download that favorite episode for later. And remember, you're always one connection away. We'll catch you in the next episode.